0: It's Tuesday, and on Tuesdays we analyze the lyric. And what lyric are we going to be analyzing today? Well, our friends over there, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. Haven't touched any of their uh, catalog uh, uh, songs, so uh, we're going to check out the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Very famous band, obviously. And uh, the song in question? Well, their most popular common song. Um, Under the Bridge Under the Bridge by uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers Stefan Maya with you AddedSouls.com is my website I labor alongside the East Coast Church of Christ you can check out the .com as well EastCoastChurchOfChrist.com we have a Facebook page East Coast Church of Christ and uh, you can get involved you can support the Added Souls ministry you sign up to AddedSouls.locals.com And once you've signed up there, you can support. No amount is too low or too high, and you get exclusive content. Of course, this is the way I build tents, if you will, quote-unquote, as we work alongside the East Coast Church of Christ. Good stuff. And on Tuesdays, on our podcast sessions, which go from Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. Atlantic Daylight Time, uh, on Tuesdays, we are themed to analyze the lyric, and we take songs from the world, and we kind of look at the lyrics and... uh, revisit some memories, perhaps, good or bad, and uh, we see what the uh, musicians and the uh, writers and everything involved taking place to the information of the song itself so that it gives us a greater understanding, of course, of what's taking place. Sometimes we (laughs) can grossly misinterpret songs uh, uh, just as bad as we do the Bible, sadly, uh, but, uh, we do that and sometimes we're scared of certain songs or we don't understand them or we feel alienated with them or, 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 whatnot. Of course, on Tuesdays, this makes more sense if you like music like we do. So by all means, consider subscribing, liking, sharing, drop a comment, uh, all that kind of wonderful stuff helps the, uh, Edit soul studio move uh, further and farther. Is that all right? The red hot chili peppers, um, I got into the Red Hot Chili Peppers, obviously, in the 90s somewheres. And it was with the first album I remember purchasing it, uh, Mother's Milk. And uh, once I was introduced to the Red Hot Chili Peppers through Mother's Milk, when the album uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic came out, I was like, yeah. And that song, Under the Bridge, I was like, yeah, I could identify with that. I could identify with the words and... the the, the the song composition together with all musicians uh, was just a I don't know, it had something, right? I heard, you heard it and I was like, yeah, that's thats that has something to it. It has longevity, it has shelf life. It has a classic um, charm to it. Uh, and so uh, obviously throughout the test of time it still remains. And you can hear it on the radio. If you listen to the radio, uh, it's a very common song. But I don't get tired of it. It's just one of those songs, again, that is um, is memorable. And you don't get tired of hearing, for me anyways. Of course, we're in the realm of subjectivity. But uh, I don't think I'm the only one. A great many continue to enjoy uh, this song. Now, I kind of left... Red Hot Chili Peppers after the Blood Sugar Sex Magic album back in 91, not for any other reason than I moved on to other musical uh, genres and uh, receptions, uh, but only went back to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, oh, probably just a few years ago now. And I was like, oh, wow, they continued and they have quite the catalog and they have a lot of awesome songs. So I've been revisiting a great many of their albums that I had missed from ni- <laughs> from now to today since 1991 and uh, finding a great many gems. I don't like everything they do, but, um, there are songs, of course, that stick out to me. Californication, Scar Tissue, uh, and one of their latest ones a few years ago, uh, man, I can't remember the name now, but just, uh, really well-written songs and, and well-performed and, um, they have that, uh, what I call the mojo, the soul. It's something that you can, uh, it has a spirit that you remember. It, it sticks in your thoughts. And uh, so that's been kind of awesome. So the the the, the song in question, we're going to go to our friends once again over at songfacts.com. You can check out the website for any song meaning or history behind the song. And uh, musicians or artists or, or, or whatnot. And uh, yeah, that's what we did. We went to songfacts.com. And I'm going to read a bit of what's taking place here in regards to under the bridge and then we'll open up the lyrics and talk about the lyrics so it says red hot chili peppers lead singer anthony i can't pronounce his second name and i'm not enough of a fan if you will or die hard fan i am a fan don't get me wrong i have purchased their their uh music but um k-i-e-d-i-s Kedis Kedis anthony Kedis. I'll say Kiedis, but if I'm completely wrong and you are of a Red Hot Chili Pepper diehard fan persuasion, uh, please uh, be patient with me. Suffer long at my ignorance. <laughs> I am but a feeble peasant in this land. Uh, and the pronunciations of uh, various names. But Anthony Kiedis, the the singer, right? The lead there. And he wrote under the bridge about his days as a heroin addict. And I kind of got that without even having to look into it too deeply i as an individual in my past life being very checkered in various addictions to hardcore narcotics i understand exactly what he's saying i know the emotion i know the sentiment and uh i can visualize uh the lyric so it is about heroin addiction and which he was caught up with in his youth and the loneliness that went with it it's certainly a very uh Desperate and lonely um, Addiction So the bridge mentioned in the song Of course is a place where he sometimes Went to buy drugs and get high Wanna get high And he did And uh, he messed around with uh, What Guns and Roses GNR would say Mr. Brownstone Right after four albums of unorthodox hardcore punk in which i was not greatly involved with that i have seen a few of their songs i think mtv would play uh or over here we with much music uh would have one of their videos from one of their those albums where it was hardcore punk or hardcore funk if you will with uh, a bit of like hip hop nuance to it uh so after four albums of unorthodox unorthodox hardcore funk Red Hot Chili Peppers landed a huge hit with the ballad Under the Bridge, uh, which was not at all typical of their sound. And I had, that is true. I remember it was like, oh, this is a bit different from Mother's Milk, if you will. And Mother's Milk did give some hints of perhaps being able to uh, pull off a song like Under the Bridge, uh, but nothing that I thought would really match the necessity of what under the bridge took and they pulled it off because they're a great band they, they're good musicians as crazy as they are and fueled in their heathen pagan ways uh, uh, with addictions um, they, they, they're good musicians and many of them are in the, in the music world uh, many of them are of course sadly slaves to their addictions and that is the way of the flesh as Gojira would write in their album, and uh, it's a great album. Uh, uh, But they are good musicians. They are talented. Some of us can actually play music, even if we uh, (laughs) come from the streets, right? So, uh, yeah, Uh, Peppers landed a huge hit with the ballad Under the Bridge, which was not at all typical of their sound. The song went all the way to number two on the Hot 100 behind jump by Chris Cross, if you remember that one jump jump88 and they have their pants upside down <laughs> it was a big thing in the 90s uh, and I had already entered into the hip-hop genre uh, I think in 88 around that time and it was not popular at all it was not even known over here in these shores it was very limited and uh, uh, yeah I brought that wave over here as uh, my first expertise, uh, or area of business was as a DJ, uh, bit of an excursion there, but back to uh, the song facts, uh, information. The song went to number two. Okay. And got on a pl- uh, got on playlist with the likes of Celine Dion and Michael Bolton, which are huge, huge selling artists. Uh, it remains their biggest hit under the bridge, but they've made so many other, like, I mean, Tremendous songs to me. I I can match. I, I can take uh, Californication and Scar Tissue and put it with Under the Bridge. Now Under the Bridge might be, you know, 8.6, 8.7. The others may be like in the 8.2, 8.3, but they're in the 8 sphere for sure. And someone out there is saying, well, Stefan, what would you put in the 9? <laughs> Ah, we'll have another one on another day for that one. The song was particularly challenging for Kiedis for to sing during the Blood Sugar Sex Magic Tour, but the Chili Peppers became comfortable with the sound and followed up with more slower singles like Soul to Squeeze and Breaking the Girl. I really like Breaking the Girl. Twisting and turning, you're feeling her burning, you're Breaking the girl, and that was again on uh, Blood, Sugar, Sex, Magic. It didn't feel like a sellout because these songs were all very heartfelt. They were real. There were real accounts, and that's when you know. Sometimes a lot of people, fan bases, they can get aggravated and rebuke the bands for daring to uh, go outside the genre in which we embrace them with. And at times, it's credible. How dare they? But at times we don't, or if we do, we shouldn't, because it's genuine, it's real, it's, it's authentic, it's true. Um, I think that in any field is important um, for us who minister, for, for us who teach and preach the scriptures. Um, those of us who have truly lived in life and been through a great many things, we have an authenticity and genuineness to ourselves. Uh, some sadly are capable of masquerading themselves uh, and pretending or acting, if you will. But some of us truly, genuinely uh, have this passion. We speak the truth from who we are and the damage we've gone through, if you will. Uh, And musicians um, have uh, been through similar things. I've written songs. I I practice songs that uh, come from... Uh, <clears throat> real-life moments, real-life things you lived through. So when Under the Bridge was written and uh, uh, released to the world, I knew it was real. You could sense that. It made sense to the band, and um, it was definitely heartfelt. So it says it didn't feel like a sellout, because these songs were all very heartfelt, uh, just a lot more uh, vulnerable than their previous work is all. So this song was originally just a poem that Anthony wrote, okay, the lead singer there. He didn't write it for the Chili Peppers, mind you. It was a very personal poem uh, that he uh, thought he might use somewhere else. Interesting, isn't it? Their producer, if you're in the music world, you understand who this name is, Rick Rubin, Beastie Boys, and a whole bunch of others. Uh, Their producer, Rick Rubin, found it in one of his notebooks and told Anthony... That it could be a great, you know, it could be a great song. You got something here. At first, uh, Anthony didn't want to sing it or share it with anyone, but he eventually came around. Now, Ruben recalled uh, to Newsweek in a 2013 interview, quote, My thinking was that the Chili Peppers were not limited to being a funk band with rapping. And I remember Anthony was embarrassed to show the song to the other guys in the band. But he sang it to John, uh, the guitarist, and John came up with his part. Then he played it for Flea, the bassist, and Flea came up with his part. And it ended up being a really good song, even though they didn't realize how good it was until people started uh, responding to it, of course. The band got a headlining slot on the 92 Lollapalooza tour when this song became a hit. And the gig greatly expanded their fan base and showcased their skills uh, as a very energetic live band, but beneath the surface, all was w- was not well. The band was burned out and feuding. John quit in the middle of the tour, and their bass player, Flea, crashed hard when they finally got off the road in October 92. They took some time to recuperate. Flea kicked his drug habit and returned in 95 with the album One Hot Minute. In the song, of course, The City of Angels, we, most of us, understand exactly what that means. It means Los Angeles, where he lived, of course, since he was 12 years old. And much of the song deals with his relationship uh, in the city, with the city. It, uh, quoting now, it really repulses me these days, end quote. He told Goldmine in 96, quote, just sucking in the toxic cloud of hellish smog every day that I live. Not a pleasant thought. But I do have a strong family tie to that city that I'll probably never be able to uh, sever. And the article continues with a bit more information in regards to the singer, the song, and all those things over at songfacts.com. So we're going to make our way over to the lyrics now and have a discussion, you and I, as we analyze what's taking place here within the mind of this individual. And it begins and it says, Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Well, that's because his partner died of a drug overdose. So you can see how he would put that in the song there and how it would be indeed heartfelt. As one of the first things that came to his mind as he wrote this at it at the time as a poem and I can understand that I've lost uh, uh, a dear friend of mine way back in the day um, well I've lost several to various reasons but the first one was always was a close one and it was very dear to my heart and it was it drugs were involved obviously uh, but um it wasn't an overdose or anything. Um, he, he got shot, but it is what it is. And so you feel that, you know, you, you can understand that when you lose a friend like that, it, it hurts. Um, and so he would open up that vulnerability in his heart in regards to a friend he lost. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner because when you're so close to someone, you're always hanging out with them and uh, you go through many experiences and you're getting high with them right you go into this that and the other you're creating you have a there's a camaraderie there there's a bond it's it's strong you know it's strong and when when that friend is gone uh because of death um you feel empty a bit you know you feel a void there and uh, you can express that uh, musically is how we do it for those of us who like music like we do. So sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Sometimes I feel like my uh, only friend is the city I live in, the city of angels. Lonely as I am, together we cry. Um, so there's this relationship taking place with the city. And it is, inc- of course, a uh, heavy thought In the process of having to deal with the loss of a friend. But the connection is still there because me and my friend, we were in the city and the city has life. It breathes. It's thumping. It is indeed filled with its ups and downs, its goods, its bads. And we happen to be on the bad side of town, on the wrong side of the tracks. And uh, when you're found in these lowly locations, you have crime, you have prostitution, you have deep drug addiction, broken families, and all that kind of stuff, but there's, again, I can't explain it to those of you who have never gone through those moments or lived in that life, but there is a, a comfort under the wing of a dragon. It is a strange deception that is uh, enchanted upon us, which we embrace, uh, sadly, and uh, it is all for, of course, the pleasure of the flesh, which snares us into a comfort that is truly... Um, Chaos, disorderly. So sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. He's lost his friend to drug overdose. He himself is addicted to heroin. Sometimes I feel like my only friend is the city I live in, the city of angels, Los Angeles. Lonely as I am, together we cry. So the city makes up for the loss, but it's not the same. Yet there's a familiar scent in the air in the city and the familiar faces and places and stuff like that it's uh, um it's deep, you know it's uh it, it goes deep. I drive on her streets because she's my companion. I walk through her hills because she knows who I am. She sees my good deeds and she kisses me windy. Well, I never worry now that is a lie. So there's, again, this um, charm. I still remember when we were young and experiencing and um, getting high on various drugs and walking about as uh, the youth in rebellion we were in the locations we grew up in. Um, Still to this day, if I go visit those old stomping grounds, I get those... Waves, those winds that blow uh, uh, a familiar wind, I suppose. And it is indeed uh, a lie, obviously, because it turns you back into a location where you've since left and you, you no longer want to uh, be found in. Uh, it's, it's strange. You would have, again, to have lived addiction to that end. And uh, many haven't. It's not that they can't understand the information, if you will. We can read the Proverbs, but until you've lived through the Proverbs, <laughs> it's not as deep, and that's okay. You don't need to go ahead and live in sin and almost lose your life in order to uh, somehow be more faithful. Um, I, If I could have lived life without having gone through what I've gone through, I would. I would. I would much rather live my life today void of the deep scars uh that are found in addiction in the many experiences we had they were pleasurable they were memorable but they will forever haunt me now uh with night terrors and uh, deep depressions and uh things of that nature and some and, and sadly because of those things you be, you you can uh, be taken advantage of And I know what that's all about. You know, I've had individuals pretending to be my friends and and, um, for many years just to take advantage of me and they they got into those kind of venues knowing what my weaknesses were and um, all of those things. All of those things may not have taken place if I would have never chosen to uh, uh, go to those locations in my past life uh, that I lived in in my past life, if you will uh so i can understand the lyric and many of us do he's speaking these things in all in all of its branches uh in regards to where he was at and uh we me and some of you we kind of grew up in that era right we were the 60s 70s 80s 90s kids and uh that's that's what's up so he says i drive on her streets cuz she's my companion who los angeles she's lo- he's lonely But he's together with her, Los Angeles, right? I walk through her hills, the landscape, right? Because she knows who I am. It's familiar. Again, we addiction is it stamps a certain it stamps a certain smell. You remember the smell of the of the city or the location where you you're participating in these activities. And it's the colors, even when the sun's shining upon it, or even when it's raining, everything is is memorable. It, 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 what is commonly called as a flashback, you flash back to those things when you enter into those categories. And uh, he says, she sees my good deeds, and she kisses me windy. Well, I never worry. Now that is a lie. Uh, again, it's this self-deception and uh, the manipulation that comes across with the... De- The delusional state and the myth we live in, in our addictions. Uh, It's a dangerous location, obviously, because it'll take our life. And most of us don't make it out. Uh, I myself uh, am an exception to the rule. uh, And uh, there are only a few of us like that. Uh, Then he continues and he says, I don't ever want to feel like I did that day. But take me to the place I love. Take me all the way. I don't ever want to feel like I did that day. But take me to the place I love. Take me all the way. I don't ever want to feel like I did that day. That song would play everywhere. We'd have uh, parties at the beach. We'd have house parties everywhere. Young kids, again, rebellious. Young, rebellious kids we were. We just partied. Hundreds, thousands, sometimes kids all over the place, high on everything magic mushrooms, LSD, some on harder stuff, if you will, uh, alcohol, all of that. We were little heathens running around and these songs would play and uh, charm our thoughts as we experienced um, breaking through to the other side, (laughs) as Jim Morrison would so explain. I don't ever want to feel like I did that day. The loss of a friend. The uh deep burden of knowing you're addicted to hardcore narcotics Um, it's it's a almost an insufferable emotion and it's deep and it's rooted strongly if you've been in it for so long that you can't you feel you just can't leave it and it's just oh you, you feel trapped why do you think they call it the trap the trap house, some of you know exactly what I'm saying, some of you don't. That's okay. The trap house is indeed called a trap for a reason, and um, you know you're just caught up in there, but again, it's the comfort under the wing of a dragon. you constantly chase you want that pleasure, you want that escape, no worries, right, for a little while you escape out into the poppy fields, <laughs> but take me to the place I love take me all the way i don't want to just go midway there and then i you don't get the fix i didn't get my fix it didn't get it it, you're always climbing there you know i don't want to ever feel like i did that day so that's the bad but take me to the place i love take me all the way that's the good and it's a fight yeah 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 continues and he says it's hard to believe that there's nobody out there it's hard to believe that i'm all alone at least i have her love los angeles the city she loves me. Lonely as I am, together we cry. Um, I know what that is. I know what that feels like. Many of us do in our loneliness. Who is our friend? Well, the city lights, the bridges, the locations we go and get high and have these, these moments as kids. Uh, foolish kids. We should have listened to mom and dad, right? Uh, and some of us... Again, our parents never did these things. They didn't want us to get involved with these things. But mom and dad worked around the clock to pay the bills, pay the mortgage. And uh, we kids, we congregated outside in the streets. And, uh, I mean... Put it this way. Mom and dad say, no, you shouldn't do drugs. You shouldn't get involved with, with, with bad people. You shouldn't drink alcohol. You shouldn't do this, that, and the other. And they tell us that for an hour in the week. But all the other hours found in the week, we're out there. We're with family members that do participate and indulge in sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And um, community kids involved with that same kind of thing. We, we went ahead and did that. And... Um, I wish we didn't, but we did. Now we got to live with those scars. And he continues and he says, I don't ever want to feel, again, repeating that, I don't ever want to feel like I did that day, but take me to the place I love. Take me all the way. Take me all the way. And then that continues. Under the bridge downtown is where I drew some blood. Right? Under the bridge downtown, I could not get enough under the bridge downtown forgot about my love under the bridge downtown i gave my life away yeah yeah i gave my life away um drowning the pain in addiction is certainly a real thing Um, man i've done that for decades why do you get high why do you feel the need to to get high because i don't want to hurt anymore I don't want to hurt anymore. I don't want to have the memories of those I've lost lost to the very same pain. You know, it's, it's so strange, this fallen world and it's dark ways. You lose family members and friends to, um, to murder and drug addiction and alcoholism and all those things. Right. And you're like, but I love them and I miss them because I used to get high with them. And I used to live, I used to be there all the time with them we were together all the time like i mean all the time for decades and then you got to say bye well i'm not gonna get high now because i I, <laughs> I miss them. right um it's such a strange such a strange um and toxic um how should i say spiral downward uh that i thank jesus i thank god man Oof. if it wasn't for god we'd, we'd all be dead there I thank god that we didn't we didn't die there he called us out he did call us out and uh we we follow jesus and uh he heals us away from those things right but the song is memorable and it stays with you and it's not the only one like that there are some that are very strong uh in that uh, element and um it says something it's where i drew some blood christ shed blood for our for our spiritual well-being Jesus died on a cross for you and I. He shed that blood for you and I. That blood washes our sins. We don't need to live in our sins anymore. Drug addiction, heroin, it demands our blood. Pagan gods, heathen gods that we uh, worshiped as Gentiles, um, they want our blood. They seek our blood. But Jesus, he gave his blood. Uh, under the bridge downtown is where I drew some blood. And under the bridge is where you hide, right? Well, of course, you got to hide there. We used to hide there, get high. Under the bridge downtown, I could not get enough. Under the bridge downtown, forgot about my love. I forgot about the pain. I forgot about all that nonsense, man. I'm just going to float around for a while. Problem is, problem comes back. (laughs) Twofold. So the problem comes back twofold. Now you got to take more. To, to, now you gotta take more to forget twofold problems. And guess what happens when you wake up from the nod? Problems have quadrupled. So now you gotta take more drugs to get rid of the quadrupleness of the problems. And well, you can see where this goes. You die. That's how this all ends. You die. Under the bridge downtown, I gave my life away. That's the exchange. And when you know within the Bible it says that um, there's a paycheck to sin, it's death. It's an exchange. You give your life to sin, and sin demands demands it. That's it. You got to give your life to sin, sin takes it, you die. That's how that is. So it's, it is indeed a very uh, somber and true reality of drug addiction, uh, beautifully, uh, poetically written. And um, I'm very happy they released it because it's real for those of us who understand it. Of course, it's very real indeed. Uh, I can I listen to the song still today, and I found a, I find a great many memories, but not as a trigger. Uh, we've learned, of course, through uh, self control. And being healed by the power of the scriptures, new testament words, when you read them, you meditate upon them, you study at them, you study them, you believe them, you act upon them. Um, we no longer need to be under the bridge. We no longer need to draw blood. We no longer need to be found where the only friend we have is the city. Um, we have a friend in Jesus and all who love Jesus, we have friend we, we are friends with. And we don't need to draw blood anymore. Right? Um for some, today's the first day of their sobriety. For some of us, uh, we're a decade strong. And for others, uh, several decades. You fall off the wagon sometimes. Uh, you pick yourself up. You don't give up. You try again. It's a hard one. Uh, addiction is a hard one. I, uh, I have a series study, of course, that I have uh, presented uh, several times in the past. It is in regards to addiction and uh, how to conquer addiction and how to understand it and how to conquer it. Uh, one day I might go ahead and do them again. It's been a while, but uh, yeah, that's that's the gist of it. That's the end of it. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Under the Bridge. If you find substance in these things, by all means consider subscribing, following, liking, sharing, drop a comment. Uh, that really helps uh, the Added Soul Studio Uh, move forward, and reach other people out there just like you and I, who may find great interest and a benefit to our lives and our faith. Um, Please consider supporting it. That's how I make a living. If you find any worth uh, in it, sign up to addedsouls.locals.com. You can support the Added Souls ministry through the Maya family, me, my wife, my kiddos, and this studio as we labor alongside the East Coast Church of Christ over here in New Brunswick Canada we we're born and raised over here we understand the culture we understand how it works and we have a beautiful growing church our Lord's Church the Church of Christ we have renewals we've had baptisms we have um, uh, repeat visitors we have uh, Bible studies each week uh, it's just a really loving kind and united congregation that's available to you if you're over here and you want to find that peaceful uh family uh we we're disenfranchised with denominationalism and organized religions that uh you know are contradictory to, to what we can read in the bible we just want to be equal together and friends and we want the truth we want to change we want to change for the better and we want to help each other and so uh if you do uh want that strength if you want to tap into that by all means reach out to us we'd be more than willing to have a conversation with you If you're in the Maritimes, that all right, that good, stay focused, stay positive. Um, Reach out to me again uh, for any concerns or questions you might have. We can have a video chat. We can have a phone call. We can exchange emails or or whatever, all that kind of good stuff. Tomorrow, Lord willing, 10 a.m. That's what we do weekdays, 10 a.m. Atlantic Daylight Time. Tomorrow is our Bible study session. We're in the book of Genesis And we've been looking at uh, Joseph there and his brothers and his bondage in Egypt and all those things taking place. So if you can be with us, by all means do so. Good stuff. Peace out.